Welcome to Twin Friend Convos with Jam and Anna. Join us as we discuss real-life issues from two different perspectives. Go grab your favorite snack and drink and let's hang out. Hey, y'all. Welcome back um, to Twin Friend Convos, Season 1, Episode 5. Yes, on this episode, I will be discussing Journey to the NICU. Mm-hmm. We did Journey to Motherhood. Yeah. Now we are talking about Journey to NICU. I would like to go back um, and I guess state some things that I left out on Journey to Motherhood. Um, I guess I would have to state that I did have a hard time coming to grips with the fact that I was pregnant. Um, you know, we all have that dream of a fairy tale life. And I think I definitely, um, I always have been that fairy tale girl. I've been mm-hmm. that girl planning my wedding when I was still in high school and middle school and um, knew who my bridesmaids were, the color, you know, mm-hmm. they, they were wearing and everything like that. So um, when I did find out I was pregnant, um, it was hard. I was like, what? And the way I found out was um, during the time I was taking care of, of my grandmother, like I previously said, I, I took care of my grandmother for, for seven years um, until she passed last year. And she had a doctor's appointment in 2020. Um, we, I took her to her doctor's appointment. My mom actually tagged her along with me mm-hmm. anytime she can find a spin, spin with me. She's on, she's on come along yeah. too. So and we were actually out to eat at Logan's and mind you, like this was probably like right when restaurants first opened back up, we were probably the only people in there or whatever. I was just happy to be in a restaurant. I mean, that you was know? good times because you could yeah. go places and nobody was out. Nobody, but you were kind of still scared to be out, yeah. but like you wanted to be out because, I mean, you've been cooking for so long. So we were in a restaurant and we were eating or whatever. And like, I was, I ordered a salad and like this wave of nausea came over me. And I'm like, I don't get, I'm like, what, what's going on? So I was like, oh, whatever, whatever. So, um, I took my granny home that night. And of course, I mean, I was staying with her. And I'm like, I'm going to stop and get a pregnancy test. Don't ask me. <laughs> I bought two little dollar store pregnancy tests. I hey, kid you that not. Was, that's two. how I found out Dakota. Dollar, yeah. dollar Tree, actually. So that night, I had I put her to bed or whatever. I got put her to bed. I um, took the first test. Oh, it turned quick. It turned quick. I was like, nah, it ain't right. <laughs> I took the second test. It turned quick. I bust out laughing. I said, this ain't real. No, this ain't Thought real. Thought you were dreaming. Yeah, I'm like, this ain't real. I had called my boyfriend. He didn't answer. Well, he missed that phone call. So he missed that information. <laughs> and um, called my best friend. She didn't answer. She missed that information too because I wasn't coming off of it after that. <laughs> and so then um, I had to go to work the next day. And um, I was a sales rep at the time. And I think I, yeah, I was covering like a vacant territory way, way, way out in the sticks in the middle of nowhere. Like my cell phone reception didn't even work out there where I was. It was like a town past Cookville, Tennessee, like way out. Not in the cook. Way out. And um, I was like on my lunch or whatever. And it was like a dollar store. So I'm like, I'm going to go grab a pregnancy test. Not the dollar one, like the more expensive. I purchased one. Um... 
took a test in, in the bathroom at one of my stops and it turned to I was like still in disbelief like nah I ain't pregnant I'm like no nah, no nah, it ain't right so then I called my doctor to schedule a doctor's appointment I was like yeah I need to come in um I think I may be pregnant or whatever and I just went to my primary care because my um gynecologist wasn't an OB so mm-hmm. I just went to primary care I just need to know because um I'm like, yeah, they need to take, a, they need to do a blood a test. Blood test yeah. yeah. So I go in, they make you pee in a cup. And I think my doctor, um, she was busy. So an older lady I never met, maybe another doctor, I don't know who she was. So she comes in and she's like, hey, sweetie, you're pregnant. I said, what? And she's like, you're pregnant. I was like, no, I'm not. And she's like, what? I said, you need to do blood work. <laughs> And she was like, um, no, I said, no, you need to do blood work. And she was like, sweetie, you're pregnant. I said, you didn't do the blood work. So how do you know? <laughs> and she was like, because I know what I'm just looking at somebody like, and she's like, honey, you know, you're pregnant. You got to get you a O, you know, OB, whatever. A OB. I didn't mean you say whatever. Denial. I was in serious denial. It was horrible. And so um, I'm walking out and then my doctor walks by like my usual, my, you know, normal primary care. And she's like, hey, Anna Maria. I was like, hey, I, was like, I think I'm pregnant. Still thinking I'm pregnant. <laughs> and she's like, oh, congratulations. I'm like, I'm like just a deer, you know, caught in headlights. Like, oh my goodness, I'm pregnant. I was like, well, I need a, a, a list of OBs. And so she did give me um, a list of OBs. And that's how I picked um, the doctor that I had went with. And yeah, so that's just a little a little backstory. I had a, I just you know, it was just a lot unexpected. I was taking care of my grandmother. You know, like I said, me and my boyfriend lived in two different um cities, and I was just like, oh my, how is this gonna work? Yeah. Like you know, but. God has a plan for everything. Everything happens for a reason. Even though, like I said, I had a hard time coming with it, I was still at the same time happy. happy. Yes. Because, I mean, yeah, babies course. are blessings. But, Definitely. you know, it was your first and it was just yes. a shock. Like, whoa. Exactly. You go from, like, in the mindset of single and the travel and do whatever yeah. I wanted to, to, oh my Lord, I have a whole human being about to be growing in me or actually already there. Oh, growing. Right. I was good and pregnant. And the thing was, like, you know, like, how do you know you're not pregnant? Like, my period's already irregular, kind of, anyway. So it's not like I can say, oh, I missed a period. No, yeah. I, I can miss a whole month and that's not crazy. Or, you know, same. Yeah. Or yeah. I could, you know, spot a couple months. So it's not like that was not a red flag for me. The only thing when I got that wave of, I was like, hold up, what's that? A salad. Like, I'm a salad. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't get, no. I was like, let me, well, girl, I ain't gonna hurt just again. Let's see, you know. But, um, yeah. But, like, when did you tell your mom? Like, did you tell her immediately, like, after you got that confirmation? <sighs> I know. I didn't tell her. I know I didn't tell her that night I took those first two tests. So I think I may have told her before I made that second appointment or whatever. You wanted to confirm, confirm. Right. And she was just overjoyed. She was so, so, so happy. Um, I mean, it's her first grandchild. So, of course, she would be. Yeah. She was so, so, so happy. And then when I was with my boyfriend at the time, I am a side note about me. I'm a, 
well, at the time, I really fell off now, extreme couponer mm -hmm. and bargain shopper, like to no other. I'm that person that has a stockpile of stuff and can just go That's get amazing. a gift. Yeah, just go get a gift out for somebody, whether it be, you know, pots and pans or just random stuff. I am that person. And so um, whenever everything was confirmed, I had a pair of Converse blue converse like little booties or whatever mm -hmm. that i got from like the lolo at macy's one time that i was just gonna gift whoever my friend was bringing next you know i was gonna get some booty converses mm -hmm. so i had wrapped them up in um a bag or whatever and then me and him were going out to eat my mama actually dropped me off to meet him or whatever she dropped me off I'm like i'm about to tell him she's like oh she was so excited for us and um we sit down we were at a mexican restaurant i just slid him over the box or whatever. He's like, what's this? I was like, just open it. So um, he opened it and he's like, what's this? And I mean, no words, just looking at him. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, what is this? And I'm, he's like, and I was like, mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And like, he got all emotional and stuff or whatever. And I was like, yo, we're having a baby. And I think the next day we um, told his mom and everything. But when I look back to me, what's ironic is the fact that I gave him a pair of blue, blue booties. I, was, I literally, when you just said that, I was like, whoa. Yes. Almost like you knew. Yeah. Like that blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. And then um, we did find out early the gender of the baby because I, mean, I couldn't wait. So we went to one of those um, 3D ultrasound places where you can mm -hmm. go and find out the, the sex. But we put it in an envelope and then had a gender reveal. But mind you, this is during, during COVID. COVID. Yeah. So um, at the house, I only allowed his mom, his brother, um, my mom, my grandmother, and um yeah, you my friend yeah i had yeah. to and my friend and then we did it all virtual where they could watch it on the computer and then we had the um the confetti things that blew up or whatever so i gave my friend the envelope and right before she would only take the envelope right before because she's like i'm scared i'm gonna slip up and say the wrong thing so and then she handed us the confetti poppers that were the right color and i just knew it was a girl he already had daughters. Mm -hmm. So I was like, he only can make girls. I already know. <laughs> I already know what this is. Like, I want a boy. He wants a boy. Um, I was like, I, I know this is about to be a girl. So I kid you not. And even in the video, I was in total and complete shock when it came out blue. I was like... And everybody life. that came, like it was a lot of people, I just named the people there. Everybody that came, you're supposed to wear the color that you think that the baby was going to be. And everybody was like, we know it's pink, you know, yeah. you know, I know it's pink or whatever. But yeah, we were going to have a boy and yeah, mind blown. <laughs> but yeah, so that um, definitely made me so excited. Oh, I was so excited to be having a boy. And so definitely, um, like I said, in the beginning, it was hard for me to come to grips, but it, it came fast. I was, you know, happy, especially when I Did it get, boy. like, did you feel like it was really real when you saw that 3D ultrasound? Well, he was, like, killed, still kind of little or whatever, but with a big old head. <laughs> but it's just, 
I don't know. It's just so crazy to me that I had a baby. Even like sitting here right now, it's so crazy for me to be like, wow, I had a baby. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the fact that I didn't look big, like my weight has always fluctuated my whole life. But if you see me, people, I'm like, oh, and are you pregnant? They're just like, oh, hey, girl. I'm like, hey. But you really couldn't tell I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I didn't gain much weight. It's just like I picked up some weight. So. Yeah, yeah, I remember when you called me in the car with Blake. I was mind blown. I was like, Anna, girl, Anna is having a baby, having a whole baby. So yeah, that was just um, a few of the things that I didn't mention in previous episodes leading up to having Zan Man. And those feelings that you have are normal. So mm-hmm. people out there that are pregnant in the beginning stages, this yeah. lets you know, like, this is okay it's to okay. feel that way. Like, it's a shock totally. in the beginning. Like, whoa, you're going from not being responsible for a human to thinking, I'm about to be responsible for a human for a long time, even beyond 18 years. Because right. you really are, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Responsible for, yeah, raising this child. Oh, I already already felt like the fact that I had to take care of my grandmother, I feel like that prepped me in a lot of ways for caring for somebody else. But I mean, that's two totally different worlds. Like she had dementia, so you know, they kind of have childlike tendencies. Yeah. You're like, you're like, yeah. no, don't do that. Put that down. Where are you going? But it's different when, yeah, you're raising a whole like, baby. You are really responsible yeah. for a human. Yeah. So that's scary oh, in itself. Like so I can only imagine, like, mm-hmm. well, I do. I mean, actually, I know, <laughs> yeah. you know, but like just the shock of it, mm-hmm. and, you know, just throwing it out there to everybody. That's normal. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't feel like you're not normal. Yeah. And we had a gender reveal. I love the number seven. I've always loved the number seven. I don't know why. Um, I was in a pageant, won the pageant with the number seven. That's and- awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but always really been intrigued with it and loved it. Um, and then wait, what, what pageant? Miss Black Shelbyville. That's you know, right. You remember Miss Black Shelbyville? Don't yes, I remember so that years. now. I don't know what year. But I what remember that now. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I forgot all about that. Many, many, many years ago. Yeah. But um, yeah. So finally, when I came into terms and um, with the fact that you know I'm pregnant. Yay! I was okay with it. Then here I am having a baby. Mm-hmm. So sorry for the pause. <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's yeah. hard to discuss this. It's hard to go back down that road. I feel like it's a lot that I have blocked out. Try not to think about. Mm-hmm. Um. Because you, I mean, it's yeah, it's hard. Just it's mm-hmm. just a hard conversation to have. It is like because really you is. go from like being excited mm-hmm. and thinking everything is good to boom, like whoa, how did I get here? Type wow. stuff. Mm-hmm. And just even when you were talking about your story, like the wave of emotions that I was over here experiencing, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, when it comes my time, am I going to be able to do it? It's hard. So y'all bear with me. I may jump all over the place. If I pause, it may be because I'm getting emotional. We told them before, like we don't edit. Y'all, the only time we edit 
Is it, you know, there's a a, a noise or something we need to edit out, you know, no. that you might hear. Sometimes we might not even do that, yeah. you know. So, but other than that, this is raw. This is real life. And mm-hmm. take your time. So, yeah. so I think on previous episodes, I did discuss the, um, how I did get to St. Thomas Midtown, which Jamelia has even previously said, a wonderful hospital. Um, I felt like I was in really, really good hands. So, um, this is a fast recap. On Halloween night, I was experiencing some pains in my stomach and just total discomfort. So, I went to the emergency room in Murfreesboro. Blood pressure was extremely high. I don't remember the numbers. I just remember it was 200 over something. And they did say that I was experiencing um, some contractions and that they, not till the next morning, did they not they tell me that they needed to send me to St. Thomas Midtown because they specialize in preterm babies, early preterm babies. Because at that point, I was like 24 weeks. Yeah, 24? Yeah. Yeah, 24 weeks. And so um, they took me by ambulance the first time I've ever ridden in an ambulance. And they were speeding fast. I told my driver, I said, oh, you cold. He was laughing. (laughs) I don't know, it was a girl. It was a girl. I was like, oh, girl, you cold with it. And, um, yeah, it was super fast. Got me to Midtown. I was in the ICU. You call it something else. Didn't you call? Anapartum. Yeah, I was in mm-hmm. Anapartum. Mm-hmm. And I was in that room for a day. And then they told me that I had to stay there till I had the baby. And then they put me like in a long-term room. I was only there probably a couple of days. The doctor came in stating that my blood pressure was not regulating and that it was getting dangerous for me, but the baby was fine and that they needed to do an emergency C-section within the next hour. And at that time, I will state that I felt like I was swelling. Like Did you? I said, yeah, like my skin started to kind of feel like discomfort. Like I felt like tight, like my yeah. skin and stuff was smelling tight. See, I and, remember FaceTiming you a lot, but I couldn't tell at that moment. Now, when you FaceTimed me before you went to the hospital, I knew something was up. I knew mm-hmm. something was off because you were just too swole. Yeah. Like, bloodshot eyes. So, I knew mm-hmm. that something was off. Mm-hmm. And when I was FaceTiming my friends and stuff that week, they would just be like, no. Yeah, something ain't right. Yeah. And so, uh, within the hour... They did the C-section and they roll you down to that room. The boyfriend almost didn't make it, which was scary. Like he almost missed his son being born, but he got there right when they were rolling me down. And then I think you spoke with some, they roll you into this room and there's so many people in there. Yeah. Like you, so have, you were in the OR with the whole NICU team. Yes. And I was in labor and delivering with a whole like my, uh, so I wonder was that room bigger or smaller? My room was huge. Was your room huge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't have a C-section with. Uh, right, but like the regular labor mm-hmm. and delivery room was like oh, that room huge. Yeah, it was huge. And then okay. where they said I was gonna stay until I had the baby was uh-huh. huge. Oh yeah, that room yeah. was huge. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, because you expect to be there. Because didn't you like? Didn't your mom go and get like all kinds of mm-hmm. food? Said, yeah. Like when they told me you're gonna be here till you have the baby, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be here. 
I was what six months. I'm I'm gonna be here the next three four months. You mm-hmm. know, I'm I'm going the whole way. But really, it's like if we can just get you to 27 weeks, if we can get you to 27 weeks, you know, you'll be good. So my thing was, please just give me the 27 weeks. You like my goal? I wanted to do like baby steps. Like, like okay, get to 27. After I got to 27, I'll be like, okay, now what's the next goal? You know. So my eye was just like, get to 27 weeks, get to 27 weeks. So when she did come in and state that, you know, we have to do emergency C-section within the next hour, I was like broken hearted. Like it's just all type of, uh, yeah, def- like, uh, I was broken hearted no. for you. Like, yeah. And the, I, the, that phrase that the baby's okay, but it's you like that statement. Alone, it gives me chills every time. Yes. Like, like I get the baby chills. okay, but it's you. I'm like, so my body can't like it's, I failed, you know, I failed, but yeah. And it's like dangerous for me. And I'm like, if it's dangerous for me, bump me. Like, you know, like yeah. I can, I can hold out if it's going to save him. Like I wanted him to always be priority. And I even told, when I found out I was pregnant, I had told my boyfriend at the time, I was like, hey, if it ever comes down to me or the baby, you better pick the baby. And he's like, what? Why are we having this conversation? I'm like, these are the type of conversations that you have to have because you never know what may happen. So I said, if, if the time comes, and I told my mom the same thing. I was like, hey, if it ever comes down and a decision has to be made, and this is before anything ever, you yeah. know, because I was not considered high risk at all. Never had blood pressure issues, nothing. And, you know, so this just came out of nowhere. But I told her and him the same thing. If anything ever happens and it comes between me and the baby, y'all better pick the baby. But, you know, in this case, we didn't have a choice. The doctor made the choice for us, which is also frustrating. Not frustrating, but it's just. Because <sighs> you always think, man, what if I could have, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's y'all it's, like I said in my episode, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to talk about. It's hard to live. I'm over here getting emotional and I'm not trying to, but That's like right. it's hard and because also because I remember, you know, when you first went in and when I first saw you before you went into the hospital that day, I knew something was up. Mm-hmm. Um and then just the emotions and I was like, I remember praying, like and I would you know, try to pray with you every time I could, you know, and just try to be positive because, you know, we never know. Mm-hmm. And um, we never know. Um, but I remember it was rough mm-hmm. and emotional for you and even for me, you know, mm-hmm. even though I was trying to be like, you know, it's okay. Like we got, you know, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. Because, you know, we're going to get there. You know, I try because going through it myself was just hard going through it by myself without anybody knowing mm-hmm. how it is. And I just, you know, knew that I could be there for you mm-hmm. in a way that nobody else could because I've been through something like that. Mm-hmm. Different situations, but. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there, they rushed me down to do the C-section. <laughs> and as soon as you get down there, they made him stand outside and put the a tighter on, you know, the hat, the, all that stuff. And then they gave me my spinal tap. And I was like thinking this is about to be so painful. So it did not hurt. I was like, it felt like literally a bee sting. And then it was over and then I was numb. It did not hurt. But also too, I would say I had been poked and prodded so much the past like five, six days that, I mean, I'm the type of person, if you say, hey, I gotta give you a shot, hey, I gotta take your blood, I'm like all over the place, whatever, like, can you please, you know, <laughs> but at that point, I'm just like, here, 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 right. here. like, I was just True. a pincushion at that point, but like, I was so surprised, like, that's it, that's it, like, it was, 
It wasn't bad. You struggled with me because I was jumping and everything. Oh, like, you can't jump. <laughs> and the lady was like, they, they give you this pillow and they tell you like, you know, pull. And then she was pulling me toward her. And I'm like, lady, I got a belly here. And then you're pulling me. But hey, then I was numb. And it was quick. And she said, um, my doctor, she was like, Xander did not want to come out. Well, he didn't have a name then, but. Yeah, we, it took you a couple of days. Because yeah, I was even like, what's, what is his name? Yeah, <laughs> Xander didn't want to come out. And she was like, where are you? I know after the doctor like put him out, she's like, check his arm, check his arm. I'm like, check his arm? What you need his arm? But it was so crazy. So it's like 20 something people in the room, it feels like. They take the baby, they give the baby to the NICU doctors and the nurses, and they tell the boyfriend, like, hey, you can go with the baby, and they all leave. And I'm like, it went from 20 people to three people. I kid you not. <laughs> it was my doctor, the nurse practitioner, and the anesthesiologist. That's I'm like, what? And then she's like, I guess, doing whatever she's doing down there. And I'm feeling like it was like this, it was the weirdest pain ever. So I start screaming. And then the anesthesiologist is like, Miss Sneed, Miss Sneed. And I'm like, huh? Miss Sneed, would you like some more narcotics? And I'm like, what? She's like, I can give you more narcotics. Would you like some narcotics? And I'm like, narcotics? Now coming from somebody <laughs> who has a, a parent who has been on drugs for years, you can't say the word narcotic to me. You can't say that. Mm -hmm. So do you like, no, I don't want any narcotics. So I'm like, no. And she's like, oh, I can get, no, I'm good. I'm good. They finish, they finish, you know, and they roll me up to the room. And I kid you not, I will say that I think that she scarred me so much with the word narcotics that I had no pain medicine my whole recovery. The only pain medicine I had was Tylenol. I kid you not. What? I think because I kept hearing that word, would you like some narcotics? And I'm like, I don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't do drugs. And then, I, yeah, I kid you not. So, like, I didn't have any pain meds whatsoever with a C-section. I only had Tylenol. So, when I say strong woman you are strong because I, I was like i need it all please i don't want to feel any of this pain <laughs> way stronger than i ever thought i was i don't know how i did it but yeah no pain meds whatsoever and so um yeah had the baby they took him to the NICU his dad got to go he took so many pictures he took good pictures too and you know baby still don't have a name he's still wanting a junior he's showing me um the baby pictures whenever he got back up to the room and I was like you're definitely not getting a junior like when I seen I was like no he can't be junior like he looked just like his father mm -hmm. at one pound 10 ounces I think he was like 19 inches long born 11-7 there goes that number seven yeah born 11-7 at 12 30 in the afternoon um yeah but I didn't get to see him until the next day which was hard you in a whole day I had my baby at 12 30 and I'm not I did not get to see him until five o'clock the next day that's too much 
So just imagine the psychological thoughts of, I had a baby. I know I had a baby, but where is my baby? So, yeah. We can probably um, continue that conversation on the next episode because that was a really hard. um, It's just really hard to discuss, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of like my episode, you'll get two. Yeah. So, it's like a. Part one, part two. Yeah, and part two will go, um, well, I'll go in a little more detail, details about um, the NICU. So tune in next week to hear part two. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to Twin Friend Convos with Jam and Anna. We hope you were encouraged while listening and had fun hanging out. Let's hang out again soon on our next episode.